You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of April 28th, 2019. This is episode, let me get this right, 115. From that city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And straight out of 9226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, good things come in threes. Haven't you heard that before? Well, in this case for me, I get a chance to have a third interview with a wonderful executive director from a nonprofit here in Bellingham. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. This is the Bellingham Podcast. I smell spring in the air. How are you doing, Chris? I smell fresh air, AJ. How are you doing? <laughs> not so bad. Not so bad. I'm, 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 I'm loving the fact that it's actually April showers are seemingly bringing May flowers. They are. It's looking pretty, pretty beautiful out there. And uh, the Skagit County Tulip Festival, uh, as of the time of this recording, is in full-on bloom. Pun definitely intended. And, oh, uh, I get it. Bloom. Yes. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> anyway, yes. sorry. Uh, we're not quitting our day jobs, folks. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, so uh, how things been for you? I've been doing good. Just doing some local travel, doing the local tourist thing. How about you, man of the airs? Uh, well, so we had a station break last week for those uh, who have the uh, feeds in their podcast weapon of choice. And if you have us in your podcast app, thank you very much for subscribing to us. Um, I went to a, a technology-based conference for work uh, in Las Vegas. God help me. Viva Las Vegas. Uh, something like that. That's actually a happy song that I kind of <laughs> like. And funny thing, it was played everywhere Everywhere you oh, yeah. went. Yes. Um, can, can I just say, uh, for those of you that are listening uh, here in Bellingham, Washington, Whatcom County, heck, the state of Washington, um, count... Your blessings. Uh, let's let's just count our blessings about uh, how nice and uh, enjoyable this area is. Um, there's one thing that I noticed in Las Vegas that overrides everything else. It wasn't quiet. <laughs> I was I was bombarded with noise everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and advertise. I'm getting really good at blocking out advertisements in my life, visually and technologically. Um, I could not block out the noise. I had to put my AirPods in, and Dark I shades. and I, I well, I unfortunately I'm in an era now where I'm wearing eyeglasses, so I did not wear shades. Oh. But um, I could not handle the oral a u r a l assault that was Las Vegas everywhere I went. And so while I uh, made it through the conference and uh, learned a little bit uh, here and there, it's so nice to be back in Bellingham. So anyway, uh, we're back on the stick. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, you know, we've had the miniseries from the Watch Fam and been kind of building little by little about, I don't know what we're going to call this. It's your bit. So it, what do you want to call it? Well, we'll call it Chris's bit. Uh <laughs> I've had an opportunity to sit down and have some conversations with some fine executive directors of nonprofit organizations here in Bellingham, Washington, and Whatcom County. I had a chance to interview Miss Moonwater from the Whatcom Dispute Resolution Center. Check out episode one. Th- uh, uh, well, that was. 13. It may have been a couple. Of, <laughs> <laughs> look in our past show archives. Uh, and the, the second one I had a chance just recently uh, with Hans Erchinger Davis. Hi, Hans. Uh, hello, Hans. Uh, the, the executive director of the Lighthouse Mission Ministries here in Bellingham. Next on the agenda is a fine person uh, named Emily O'Connor, who is the executive director of Lydia Place, uh, where every family deserves a home if you check out their website. Lydia Place is based in Bellingham. And this is a part of the show, AJ, where I normally go into a little bit of background. Mm-hmm. 
Let's not worry about that. Okay. Why don't we go straight into the interview and we can catch up on some things later on. But uh, sit back, uh, enjoy, grab your beverage, or if you're in your car listening to this, keep both hands on the wheel. Let's have a conversation with Emily O'Connor from Lydia Place. So I'm here in Primer Coffee here in Bellingham, one of uh, Whatcom County's finer coffee establishments with Emily O'Connor, who's the executive director of Lydia Place in Bellingham. Emily, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. Um, I, so I, we need to ask, since we're coffee uh, fans, what are you drinking mm, right now? I am drinking what I always drink, which is a decaf Americano. Okay. And it's got a splash of some non-dairy, some substance in it. Non-dairy. Which here is oat. Okay. And uh, oat is sort of the, it's, it's all the rage now. So I'm, I'm trying to stay current on my non-dairy milk. Well, good on you for <laughs> doing that. Um, I'm drinking just a straight up mocha with caffeine because I'm typically Delicious. caffeinated. Yes. Yeah. So uh, even though this year, 2019, marks the 30th anniversary of Lydia mm-hmm. Place, congratulations, by the Thank way. Thank you. Uh, there are still some folks in Bellingham who have not heard of your organization yet. So how would you describe Lydia Place to someone unfamiliar with how your nonprofit works? That's a great question, yeah. And uh, yeah, you're right. Not everybody is familiar with Lydia Place, although they should be. Mm. So Lydia Place, what I usually like to talk about is that um, we are within the sphere of homelessness and trying to address homelessness and really focused on uh, solutions that break that cycle. And for us, that means investing particularly heavily in families with young children because we know we see that cycle continue, right? And if we want healthy communities, we have to ingest, invest in our kids today yes. so that they can be healthy adults in when, whenever that is, whether that's 5, 10, 15, 20 mm-hmm. years down the road, right? It seems logical, yes. It, it does, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it is so logical. It's like common sense, right? Invest in the health of our kids. But there's our, we have so many kids in our communities that are really, really struggling. Everything from basic needs, food, shelter, um, to that emotional nurturance that they need uh, to really develop into resilient, healthy kiddos and adults. Resilience, I think, could be a, a very helpful thing for many people involved, not just kiddos, but also grown-ups as well oh my goodness, in this yes. current stage. So according to your website, uh, this past decade has shown a lot of changes mm-hmm. for Lydia Place, not just the transitional housing program that y'all have provided for so long. There's now the Supportive Services Program, the Whatcom Homeless Services Center program and the Emergency House. So how have these new services been progressing for folks here in Whatcom County? How's that been going for y'all? Yeah, so we really have been focusing on increasing the number of housing units that we have within our fold. And um, and so we focus on, you can think of sort of three different housing areas. So the first is our family housing program, which is really all about families with children who are experiencing homelessness. And um, embedded in that program is about um, 125 housing units at any given time. And so that might be a mix of transitional housing, permanent housing. It includes our partnership with Bellingham Housing Authority, which has 79 units set aside for families exiting homelessness. And so that is really uh, an anchoring program for us. And, and we don't, we don't, we want to have a very diverse array of housing options because everybody experiencing homelessness has a different need. And so we like to have a unique array within that. Um, and then our second housing program 
is uh, really made up of housing units that we own. And Lydia Place owns three different properties. And so those properties are dedicated to homeless uh, mothers with children who are experiencing homelessness. Okay. And, and again, that investment in um, the young kiddos. Yes. And the third housing program we operate uh, is a housing program for individuals or families that don't have children. And there's a huge need for that mm -hmm. as well in our community. And so those are kind of our three distinct areas of housing. And the other services that we've launched in recent years really work uh, toward providing that wraparound supportive care that folks need. Because for us, success is not just are you housed or not, it's are you thriving, right? Are you that's really thriving? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we want. And so it, would be, uh, it wouldn't be reasonable if we just put people in housing and walked away and expected that their life would all of a sudden be different. It wouldn't be different, right? They would just be, have housing. That's easy in a 30-minute episode of a, of a TV show, but yeah. not in yeah. real life. That's right. Yeah. yeah, they need so much more than that. So that's where our parenting programs come in. Um, we have a number of evidence-based parenting programs, and then we also have our clinical mental health team. We do community building events, and all of those services are designed to be in-home so that they can really reduce some of the barriers to accessing services outside and really tailored to meet the needs of uh, the families that we're working with. That's fabulous. fabulous. So uh, speaking of community, Community events. Uh, in, a, in addition to the Hearts for Housing annual benefit gala, mm -hmm. uh, which y'all have, uh, Liddy Place has other events in the year, such as the children's pop-up shop. Now, I think at this time of the this will be recorded, that will already have concluded. Mm -hmm. uh, we're recording in advance, but this is at Wise Buys here in town. Uh, there's an Art for Housing event, I think, coming up yeah. uh, soon. We'll, uh, I'll verify the date and I'll add this at the end of our, our show uh, at the Sylvia Center for the Arts. May 3rd, very good. And uh, Handbags for Housing event at the Barclay Village Green in June. June 6th. June 6th. So how are these events uh, going as far as creating or strengthening connections with Liddy Place and the community? Yeah, that's such a wonderful question. You know, Liddy Place is a bit unique in that um, every year about 55% of our entire budget comes from um, individuals and businesses in the community. So um, we are, unlike um, some of our sister organizations where the most most of their funds come from government, which, which has a lot of requirements and rules and regulations, we are um, able to be really res uh, um, adaptive because we have these resources that come from the community. And the events that you mentioned are part of that uh, continuing relationship with the community. So we're really dependent on these partnerships to be creative and responsive to the changing need. For example, last year, we, um, so we have a commitment to no kids in cars. Okay. We don't want children waking up and trying to go to school from a car. Um, as a mother myself, I can tell you it is so hard to get three kids out of the house. And I have every resource at my fingertips, right? And if you can imagine you know, trying to do that when where you've spent all night is in the car and it's cold and you don't have clean clothes and good food and places to go to the bathroom, I can't even, can't even imagine. This is, this is what families are actually experiencing. So we have a commitment, no kids in cars. Um, and last year, we provided just under 2,000 uh, bed nights of emergency housing for families with children experiencing homelessness in our local motels here. Okay. Um, and that was uh, about $45,000 that didn't exist in our budget. So these events and these partnerships with the community allow us to do those things, to say yes, and to do the right thing when it's presented, when we're presented with a situation that, you know, really requires a... Um, the right thing. Absolutely. Doing yeah. the right thing is where everything's at and yeah. what we do. Um, 
as a mom with uh, the daily challenge, you know, you, both both you and your hubby, uh, to get the kids out the door for school and or uh, you know to get them all rustled out of bed. Yeah. Um, what are some other challenges you face as an executive director of a large nonprofit here in Bellingham, and as a co-executive director of a family complete with uh, you know husband and kiddos? You know, um, this I I just feel so fortunate to be in this role and to be doing this job. It is such a privilege to do this work. And um, what's lovely about that is that everywhere I turn, there are good humans trying to make the world a better place. And so in the really hard times, it's that that carries me through those things. Um, flexibility is is critical in, in this work. And um, certainly as a working mother, flexibility is really, um, you know, live and breathe and die by flexibility, right? And, um, and you know, funding is always a challenge. There's never enough resources. We've seen just in the last uh, couple of months here in Whatcom County, we saw our waiting list for families with children experiencing homelessness double. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really unfortunate. We had been making really steady ground toward eliminating that waiting list and getting to what's called functional zero. And in the last couple of months, we've just seen that progress um, really turn on its heels. And, you know, that's, that is, um, it's painful to see, right? And, and I mean, we see the problem of homelessness is, is visible. Um, in our communities, but there's also this hugely invisible portion of the homeless population. So resources are always a challenge, yeah. always a challenge. Absolutely. Um, and so tough to be able to get that magic wand or that, you know, that, that, uh, that one all silver bullet solution. There's so, it's coming from so many uh, areas all at once. Um, so after all the success that Lydia Place has had over three decades, uh, where do you see things headed for your nonprofit as we approach a new decade, the roaring, the roaring 20s, if mm, you will? Mm-hmm. Yes, where roaring 20s. You know, um, this is a really critical time in our, in our communities to make a decision about how we want to be going forward. And um, Lydia Place is looking forward to being a part of that conversation. We are thoroughly um, invested in making sure that the children in our housing programs today are the last generation in their family to experience homelessness. We know that we need to do a lot more investing in young families to make sure that as communities, we don't have to keep building bigger jails and bigger shelters, right? Um, And the problems that we see today are the result of a failure on our part to engage in the right services at the right time. And and so Lydia Place wants to continue to be a part of that conversation about um, what role can we play in that. Um, We'd love to see an elimination of that waiting list particularly for homeless families with children, but we also have hundreds of individuals without children mm-hmm. who are um, on that waiting list. So we need more housing in our community. We need more affordable housing um, in our community. And then we have a critical need for appropriate behavioral and mental health services yes. um, and addiction services, recovery support. Um, and all of that, what, I, what really is underscored for me is the idea of prevention because these issues are so much harder. It's so much harder to fix once you're in it than it is to invest appropriately on the front end and prevent. 
right? So if we take care of the kids today, if we get make sure that they have access to um, housing and supportive environments and parents with support um, and access to education and good food, then we have much less of a problem to deal with on the back end, Absolutely. which is what we're doing now. That's great. So, so I'm going to uh, play a role. I'm someone who's listening to this uh, show and I'm hearing what y'all are doing for the first time and I'm inspired. Who wouldn't be, right, folks? Anyway, That's right. Um, but I want to be able to help, and I don't know where to begin. I'm not sure where you're, you know, I could Google your website and such, but yeah. how would you suggest someone get involved, or what can they do to help with, uh, you know, such a kind of increase in uh, what has happened lately and or how to help Lydia Place? Yeah, that's a great question. There are, there's no end to the ways that you can help. So there's obvious ways that you can help, which is come and volunteer your time or talents um, or sign up for a one-time or a monthly donation. Those really help us be able to commit to helping people pay rent for the long term. So those, there's always a benefit there. Um, we also really believe that every person in our community has a role to play in making this the community that we all want to live in. In. And um, and so that means participating in what's happening um, in our local cities and in our county around policy work, around housing, um, zoning, places that um, uh, issues that really impact housing and affordability, uh, issues that impact uh, children and um, their well-being, prevention, education, childcare. So participating, right? Really thinking about what are your values as a community member in Whatcom County? What is the type of community that you wanna see? Um, having conversations with your neighbors and friends about the issues of homelessness. You know, it's easy to be really, um, to judge what we see, right? It's easy to look at what we see on the streets and have a lot of judgment about that. Sure. But it's so much more complicated than the things that we see on the street. And at the end of the day, these are all human beings and we all want each other to be healthy and happy and thriving. Yes. So there is a role for each of us to play in making this community what we want. And we're happy to be the first stop or the last stop or one of 50 of your stops in your journey to participating in this great community. Very good. So Emily, I'm to put you on the spot here like okay. I did with some of the other executive directors. So Great. Um, are you are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So AJ and I often share places around Bellingham where, that are our, quote, secret weapons. Mm. Uh, so my question for you, Emily, is where is your favorite spot in Bellingham or Whatcom County to get a bite to eat? A bite to eat. Well, um, I am very fond of Keenan's. I love their fish tacos, and you can't argue with the view. Oh, no, not at all. Um, at the Chrysalis, right? Yep, yep, that's right. And um, I also am a big fan of Brandywine. Oh, yes, downtown. I am, yep, I have celiac, so I'm allergic to gluten. Okay. And Brandywine is the only place I've ever found that I can have gluten-free fish and chips. So thank you to Brandywine for gluten-free fish and chips. Excellent. Yep. Um, and so... How about a place where you, you need to recharge your internal batteries when the work and or family life uh, gets your tank running on empty? Where do you go? Um, that doesn't happen, not the empty part, but the recharging part. So that's, oh, well, I do love yoga. Okay. So three ohms yoga. Uh -huh. And um, that is definitely, if I could, it's been a little bit hard to get to yoga since my youngest was born 14 months ago. But uh -huh. one of these days, Chris, I'm going to get back into the <laughs> studio. So Very good. Yes. That's a good way to be able to have a low impact workout that anyone can do, yep. if stretching and or uh, other things. My wife does yoga and uh, I'm confounded by uh, the, the, the poses you all yeah. put yourself yeah. through. Yeah, so. it's pretty great. It's fun to do with the kids too. and. 
um, yeah, they have a they have a good time. Very good. Well, Emily O'Connor, thank you so much for joining us on the Valley Podcast and continued success in 2019 and for the years uh, in the new decade. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for having me. A uh, big thanks to Emily O'Connor uh, fr- from Lydia Place here in Bellingham for a wonderful uh, conversation. So another executive director with a little bit of a coffee tie. You were in Primer. Primer Coffee in Bellingham, uh, right next to Elizabeth Station. A big shout out to our barista uh, extraordinaire, Mark. Thanks very much for uh, whipping up a great beverage for both Emily and myself. We had a great conversation and a great cuppa. A big cuppa. Uh, for those of you that uh, are still interested in uh, checking out Lydia Place, they have a uh, an upcoming event for the month of May. Uh, they have Art for Housing. I think we mentioned that in the interview uh, briefly. Uh, May 3rd, which is coming up on a Friday soon, if you're listening to this right when it gets released. But which anyway, as you should. As you should. It's at the Sylvia Center for the Arts on 205 Prospect Speak. Prospect Street. Street, thank you very much, which is right next to another nonprofit we just uh, interviewed. Wait, wait yeah. Uh, mm, uh, uh, hi, Moonwater. <laughs> Hello, Miss Moonwater, WDRC. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> check out the uh, Art for Housing, in which they are going to uh, have an uh, opening night celebration of art and live theater for this year's uh, fundraiser, sponsored by the Ben Kinney Companies, companies. Mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Pre-show silent auction, art exhibition, and much, much fun. Yeah. So check that out. Um, AJ, uh, changing a subject, because while we love talking about wonderful, great things that are going on. We should call that bit of yours Community Connections. Community Connections. I think that will roll just fine. Hopefully there's no like trademarks or patent pendings on that. So we'll roll that one. Uh, For now, until we get a takedown notice, we'll do that. So anyway, (laughs) um, I've kind of gone off the rails on a technological crazy train lately. Uh Oh, did you do this at the the conference? What what is the techno crazy trains? Well, so here's the thing. We've we've danced around, uh, you know, the the importance of password, uh, strong passwords on our online accounts. I don't and... know what you're talking about. I just use password one two three four on everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll pray for you. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, uh, I, you know, I've been using a password manager, and that you know is a, a piece of software that stores all of your usernames, passwords, and sites that autofills this information when you visit it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the notepad I keep on my unpin password uh, phone so that you know I can quickly access it. Right. Right. So, I've danced around this idea. What if every online account that I have for both myself and my family? had a unique email address and a unique password that was over 25 characters long. Wow. I have nothing snarmy to say about that. That just sounds really locked down. You know, we, we have our Gmail accounts. We have our, 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 our Outlook accounts. We have Yahoo accounts, if you still have those. Um, all, all of these websites have the same username. And if you use the same password, username and password on different sites, it's not a matter of if a site's going to get hacked, it's a matter it's of when, when, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. If they get this downloaded information of username and passwords and get your password, what, what did you have? Password one, two, three? Uh, well, one, two, three, four, because I like to be a little bit more secure. Than yes, that, we'll make I mean, it a 12 on. character password, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, th- they can apply that to other sites and then, oh, dear. You got some, you're, you're in compromised some, again. You're in some deep kimchi, as um, I like to put it. Sure. So I want to go on the other side of that spectrum where if a site gets hacked, they could get that username and password 
and all you know and once we receive notification of it all i know how to quickly change a password uh to another 25 plus character alphanumeric oh my gosh crack this password um or at least try to uh, but the email address if it's unique you can just kill the email as well as the password. It's not related to any yeah. other website. How is you? How is he doing that? You might be asking. Well, maybe in a future episode we'll kind of take a little deep dive into the nerd pool, and uh, I can show you, or tell you at least a couple tools that I'm using online to be able to have one central password manager where I have to memorize one count and one password. The big bouncer. The big the big bouncer in front of the vault or the the club with all the other usernames and passwords and a online site that allows me to have what could be considered masked emails. Stay tuned for another, uh, you know, take a, a deep dive into the nerd pool. Yeah, we haven't done the nerd pool in a while. That's it, nice. I'll it, go get my floaties. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's floaties with a, a, a at one, two, three on, on the end of it, right? Oh, that's a really good password. Let me write that down in front of everybody. There you uh, go. <laughs> AJ, what have you been working on lately? Uh, not anything like that. I have been I have been thoroughly uh, in trying to enjoy spring as much as possible in between rain showers uh, and doing something that I might be doing in a in a later episode as well. Local tourism, being being a local. And but doing what the tourists would quote do in your area, huh? Really? Yeah. So like we went down to Point Defiance. Yes. No, not the zoo, but actual Point Defiance, and walk around there and walking around the the trail system that's actually down there. That's in the South Sound area. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did that, and then also uh, Easter weekend we went up north to uh, YVR Vancouver. Uh huh. Um, sub Vancouver. Hello, Vancouver. And checked out this really cool. If you haven't done this, and and, and you need a really cool either family date or even date. Um, weekend event, go up to uh, Vancouver and you're going to go to Van Dusen Botanical Gardens and Queen Elizabeth Park. They're kind of on uh, kitty corner blocks and it is an like you can make an all day affair out of it. It's like a mini miniature and I'm putting that in air quotes, Bouchard Gardens. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, it's huge. So you've got like different kind of gardens. There's a heck of a view that because um, it's perched on top of um, like this overlook and you can look into Vancouver and stuff. If you're if you uh, are used to like the Portland area, there's uh, I think it's Pitcock Manor over in uh, in uh, Portland okay. where it has that similar view where you can just see the city. And then you've got all these different gardens. There's, a, I call it the biodome. I don't I can't remember what the proper name. Conservatory, I think. Con, it's, cons- it's a friendly term for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big domey thing with like uh, wildlife That's and like you uh, uh, you know vegetation. So anyway, um, it's a couple of bucks to get into there. But what's cool about their biodome? That's what I'm going to call it. Is that they have free flying exotic birds like parrots and like. Uh, other really cool color for birds. I'm not, I, I don't, I'm really, I, yeah, I'm not an avian enthusiast and I don't play one on podcasts, but there's a lot of pretty birds there. Um, huh. and so it's like five or six bucks. I think kids under four are free type of thing. Um, so if, and it's cool while you're doing like, it's a smaller dome. It's not, if you're used to other uh, domes in the U S um, you know, it's a good size, but they also have like this, uh, like avian, um, bingo card so you can go around and make sure that you you see all the species and it's kind of a game a little gamification um but yeah and we went up there for easter because uh for like friday saturday and sunday of easter weekend there is just like every hour on the hour a huge uh egg extravaganza uh easter egg hunt Hmm. and so of course we took the little kiddo up there and you basically go to each area within the gardens they they find two eggs they put it in their basket and they redeem it for a big chocolate bunny at the end 
Um, it's a couple bucks to, uh, I think it's like 25 bucks to, to enter as a family type of a thing. And it was great. We spent most of the day up there. You know, I, I'm listening to you uh, describe this. And of course, I'm intrigued. Yeah. And I'm thinking what a wonderful opportunity for all of our listeners that are around the area to Coach. maybe give this a try. I'm sensing a summer series. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about this off the air uh, mm-hmm. and see if this might, you know, lo- regional tours tourist traps uh to maybe uh talk about that on the show yeah yeah so coming soon so uh, this is if you haven't figured out this latter part of the episode is the teaser <laughs> yes exactly because if we're going to say we're going to do something by cracky we're going to do it we'll do it anyway uh let's wrap this thing up cool that wraps up this edition of the bellingham podcast thank you again so much for listening to us rating us reviewing us wherever you like to get our podcast remember if you're in the bellingham area you might be listening to us on kmre 102.3 fm community powered Low power community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. <laughs> they're they're go- going on a change. They've got a little bit of a change. They're community powered now. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, what's up, Camry? Hello, Camry. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna have to. I'm gonna, I, dude, for like 115 episodes, I've said the same ding dong thing. I'm. It's gonna well, take time. I gotta embrace the change. So from 116 on, yeah. we'll, we'll uh, you know adjust accordingly. Yeah. So coming soon, I'll have a new shtick at the end. But it doesn't matter. Happy spring, everyone. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Community powered. We got to figure out the like the up down like we do with low power. Like community. community powered. <laughs>